Greetings and welcome to today's episode. I'm Dr. Scott McNeil. This is going to be a very short moment in time. I want to entitle this little segment, Neighbor Ray. Well, I'm going to free flow it here a little bit. Uh, Ray was our neighbor uh, for 25 plus years. He was 91 years old. And Friday we got the uh, we got the text notification that he passed, and so we did a little follow up on that with some of our neighbors. Uh, we weren't in town at the time, and they explained that obviously something happened there, and the police came, and a fire truck came, and they actually uh, you know sectioned it off a little bit with some alleged crime tape or whatever. So that kind of got of our attention. So uh, we. Uh, I took some time. Uh, again, we were away. We weren't, we weren't around there, but I did contact the local police and cause I was kind of curious, like what just happened. And, um, so I was able to give them some inside information about my neighbor, Ray. And uh, I was able to do that because I lived next to Ray 25 plus years and my family lived next to Ray. I'll take you back a little bit real quickly. 25 plus years, uh, Ray and his wife, uh, came in from, uh, I think it was, uh, you know, it was Denver. Yep. Came in from Denver. Denver, retired and came to the small town, Missouri. And that was the retirement. So they built a little house next to us. And there we go. And I can tell you a few things. I want to tell you a few things about Ray. Um, one is in 25 plus years, the man never planted a tree, never planted a flower, never planted a shrub on his property. His uh, 150 by 100 foot little section of paradise there in the small town. Not once, and to this day, there's not even a, there's not any foliage here at all. But that was Ray. Ray was a, a guy who uh, made some money probably back in the day, um, doing a little bit of real estate at the end of his career, and decided, hey, I'm leaving the big city and coming to the small town, Missouri. So he came. So we had a, a wife, and they lived next to us, but they're pretty, uh, they liked their, they liked their privacy. They didn't want to really engage much. We would see them come and go, and that was fine. And we we're raising our children, and we would just go about our business, and occasionally we'd connect with them and talk with them. But it was very clear early on that they liked their space. Well, you kind of fast forward a little bit, a uh, number of years, uh, actually a lot of years, and about six years ago, Ray's wife uh, had a form of uh, you know dementia, and then eventually, after about a six-year run, she she passed, and so Ray was left alone. So at that point, uh, the game was a little bit different. Uh, I took it upon myself to, to connect with Ray, start a, you know, slow conversation with this guy and this, how we can help him. And Ray was, you know, Ray was of the older generation. And one thing he was sure about was that he didn't need any help. Uh, very, very courteous, courteous to me, you know, but no, I wasn't, you know, don't need any help. I'm, I'm good. This, all this kind of stuff. So as the years go by, we watch Ray, just get older and older. And as we got on older and our family got old, older and older. And so over the past, probably two years, two years, I think so maybe three years now, uh, I just got to connecting with Ray on a deeper level. We'd sit outside and talk. Uh, he wasn't a trusting guy. Uh, he was, he was, he just what didn't trust a lot of people. It's, it's that simple. And he didn't have any family left. So he had no wife, no children. His, his daughter died. So he had a few friends in, in his little sphere, and that becomes critical at the end of this time, I'll tell you. But for the most part, he he didn't he didn't wanna he didn't have a whole network. So I 
took it upon myself just to connect with the guy, you know, and we talk all kinds of things. And over time, he appreciated my presence, just checking in on him, see how he's doing. And I, I appreciated him too. We got to talk about things. I mean, he, again, he was a, a business, he worked for a company. So he was that classic, probably 1950s company man. So as, as we, as we talked a lot about life, you know, I have a theistic bent for sure. And so at some point he made it pretty clear just in passing. He's like, uh, oh, you know, I don't like to talk about politics and religion. One of those classic lines that, uh, that someone can give you. And he gave it to me and I'm like, hey, fine, I'm good. However, as we would talk about life, it would be, it would be really hard pressed to go through some conversations without him asking, uh, in an indirect way, bigger, some bigger questions in life. Like, well, did he do the right thing in life? Did he, did he work hard enough? Uh, did he spend enough time with his family? Uh, you know, what kind of, uh, kind of these little integrity versus they despair. That's kind of like lifespan development stuff, integrity versus despair. He was asking questions. Am I going to end this race with integrity or despair? And for the most part, he had some integrity, but one of the most, one of the most interesting things with him was money. So he was pretty shrewd about money. And over time, he kind of let me know, he was like, Hey, um, it's kind of odd, but uh, I'm going to outlive my money. And so what would that make him think is, did I just take no risk? Did I live life too, too much, I guess, contained? And that's what he was somewhat lamenting about was, did I really, uh, did I, did I not take risk? Did I play it too safe? Uh, I've got more money than I need now. Uh, I had an interesting, some interesting interactions where to me, I had no agenda other than frankly, just to be kind to him. But I'm all, I was also interested in, in pushing on him and ferreting out some things in his mind. Cause I'm thinking, dude, man, you're, you're 70, 80, 90 years old. What, what are you thinking about? What's it like to be this, this age? And so I think he kind of appreciated me pushing a little bit in that area, but he was somewhat uncomfortable, but other times he would respond back. So he was, but he would, he never knew any, he's like, I have money, but I don't know what to do with it and what to do with it in the end, because when I'm gone, then what? And so I was kind of amazed by that because I thought, look, man, you've lived 90, 80, 90 years or whatever, and you don't have a go-to individual or entity you want to throw your money at. And he, he didn't. Somewhere at the end after, I, I would kindly just say, what, what do you like, Ray? What brings you passion? What, what's your heart? And he really had nothing to give back. So evidently, you know, he, he was squared away. He had his, uh, he had his trust and his will and he had the infamous note on the side of his refrigerator. And I, I kind of was coaching him along on that is like, who do you, and actually he said this one day is like, who's going to know when I go? I thought that's a great question, Ray. Who do you want to know? And I said, I'll make my number available. Here's my number. And I was at the end, at the end, man, he was fussing with a new cell phone. He, he went with a new cell phone, smartphone, and he, he shouldn't have been there, man. And I would help him and he'd forget. I'd help him with his computer and he'd forget. But that's where you're at when you're, I guess you're getting a little older. And so he just kept going on that. But I made sure I was on the list. I wasn't top on his list. So when we heard that he passed, uh, I, I contacted local authorities and made myself known and that I had, yeah, I was, I was basically trying to direct him to that piece of paper that's on the side of the, the refrigerator. And fortunately those guys know what they're doing in their business. And they discovered that and they called the first person on the list. So at this point, that individual, I guess is going to be the go-to to try to wrap things up for Ray. 
after 91 years. And so last time I, I, I saw them not too long ago and I do, did a check-in. And one of the kind of sweet things about that is over the past, maybe a couple of years, um, working with a WPD group at the house, I wanted to introduce them, several of those guys to Mr. Ray. And so on several occasions, I took the group over and just sat there and kind of just dialogue just for less than five minutes with Ray. And because Ray knew what I was doing. He knew I was vested in the young generation and future good followers and leaders. And so he appreciated that. And it gave him some purpose. So just a couple of weeks ago, uh, I had one of the guys, and this was our, this was this guy's second time I, I wanted to take him over. So we would take him over pizza. We'd buy pizza for the, I'd buy pizza for the guys. And then we'd take a couple of slices over to Ray. And uh, I'd ask Ray beforehand, hey, Ray, we're going to bring some pizza over. And I said, I'd like to bring you a piece. How about a pizza, piece of pizza? And he's kind of, you know, like, eh, no, no, no. You save that pizza for the guys. I'm like, oh my gosh, you want plenty. So I said, I'll bring you over one. I'll bring you over one piece of pizza. What do you think about two pieces of pizza, Ray? He's like, oh, that'd be good. So <laughs> we ended up bringing him two pieces of pizza over and I'd have one designated guy that I want to expose Ray to. And he'd, we'd go over and knock on the door and he'd always say, coming. And, uh, you know, find his way over to the door and who knows what, you know, he'd be wearing at the time, but he'd introduce himself again to a guy he's already met. And, and then, uh, that exchange and happened, the pleasantries exchanged and that was a cool, you know, memory of Ray. So I want to leave you with this, uh, note that I wrote, I typed this and I mailed this to Mr. Ray on June 26, 2023. And I never wanted to joust with Ray. I wanted to honor him in his, in his uh, non-interest of political and religious things. That said, I never was shy. I never shied away from big questions that had really, or really inherently metaphysical type contexts and, and answered questions and answers because that was where his heart was and I wanted to meet him there. So I wrote this, I typed this uh, little note and I, I mailed it to Ray and he never brought it up in subsequent meetings with him. He never brought it up and I never brought it up. And so I'm going to read it to you. And of course, me being who I am, I think about things, I feel things and I'm sad. I'm sad that he's gone and that, you know, they'll do something with the house or whatever. And, you know, whoever gets his, his money, great. is like, great, but you know, we'll miss, I'll miss the old guy for sure. Um, so this is what I wrote to him. And when I'm done reading this to you, I just be sign- I'll be signing off. It reads, Hello, neighbor Ray. Good to see your old bones the other day. Just stopping by to share several perspectives. What follows is upbeat and a bit serious at the same time. First, we miss you. It's that simple. Second, please keep a line of communication open with your contacts. Let them know how you're doing. Third, In the midst of all the discussions, I think I have an idea where you stand on several deep life issues. I think. I could be wrong. As we all head around third base heading home, yes, we take care of practical things like the estate. Nice. But is that the only preparation? Let me move a little bit closer. In short, and in my opinion, most crucial is my soul. Your soul. Yep, just said it. I'm interested in knowing if you ponder the next step. Are you ready for what 
awaits on the other side. Perhaps you got that figured out. Perhaps there's nothing there. Or perhaps there is. If not, then perhaps this is no big fuss. Understood. But if there is, then what is it? And how does one prepare for it? So, curious. If you suspect there is something on the other side, are you ready for what awaits? How does it work? If you desire any dialogue surrounding this topic, I'm open to it. Just let me know. Love to hear your perspectives. And yes, I have my perspectives, just like you do. Until we meet again, take care. Ray. Peace.